Welcome to Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news you need to know in 15 minutes or less. Welcome back. Thank you so much. How are you I, feeling? I am feeling so much better. I was down and sick with a cold first, and it wasn't COVID. And I got COVID. Though. Yeah, you got COVID before I got Omicron. sick. So I thought I got COVID from you, but then I tested negative. Anyways, then I got sick. I got hit with like a bug. I literally lost my voice. It was so embarrassing. And then I got hit with a stomach bug that actually put me in the hospital for a day. And that sucked. But here I am. I'm back. Here you back. are. You're back. Better than ever. Eating solid foods once again, <laughs> except for lunch. Lunch is tea today. Lunch is tea, actually. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, feel a little bit like a Jabberwocky because I haven't trimmed my beard in a while. I'm due for a haircut. No tomorrow. one would ever notice that you haven't trimmed your beard unless you told them. And you feel like you've told so now many they know. people. <laughs> I mean, I got to say it before they do. No one's going to say it, though. No okay. one would be like, you need to trim your beard. Okay. Well, you've but had you your coffee. Great. Now it's time for some tea. <laughs> if you're new here, every week we'll come to you with a main story covering some sort of marketing angle. Today's is a good one. It could be a summary of new technology, breaking news, pop culture, anything like that. Um, we'll be live every week on Thursday, 12.30 Mountain Time. That's 11.30 Pacific Standard or 2.30 Eastern. Good math. Or if you can't catch it live, which you should because it's video, uh, you can join us on podcast every Friday morning anywhere you listen. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and all the other podcast players that no one listens to. Anywhere you listen. Do <laughs> you want to take us into our first story? Okay, let's do it. Our first story of the day. It's a really fun one. It's M&M's getting a rebrand. Okay. So M&M candy mascots got a makeover with less sex appeal and more anxieties. Um, so basically, the candies are not changing, but the company is shifting its marketing to position the 81-year-old brand as more inclusive, a move that includes overhauling its roster of mascots to better reflect today's society. And as the world changes, so do we, said the brand. So each of the candies have been assigned a fresh new personalities, and they're really interesting. So I don't know if you know much about the history of the M&M's. I know like, a little bit. Personalities. Okay. Well, some of the changes that are taking place is first one, the most obvious one is the green M&M, which is like known as like the sexy stiletto boot M&M. Um, she is changing her boots and switching them for sneakers, which is less sexy. And I'm, then, I'm in support of the sneakers, but I still don't really understand the sex appeal part. When did they have sex appeal? Well, they had sex appeal. Well, she had sex appeal. Through her because ad her campaigns, boots. like there was literally a commercial where she was like strip teasing. Oh. Okay. So that was like that's like a no no. See you can't what do that I remember of the M&M's mascots is just literally the red guy and the yellow guy, like the peanut. Okay, one. yeah. So the red guy, he was always known as like the bully of the group, and he's gonna be he's the group's alpha candy, and he's becoming more of a team player apparently. Mm. The orange one, he was the one that was like really nervous, and he had his shoes untied. He's like the he's the mascot that represents our collective anxieties, and he's gonna stay mostly the same, but now his shoes are tied. And what was really interesting is the brand, when the brand announced it, he said, Orange is one of the most relatable characters with Gen Z, which is also the most anxious generation, which is kind of sad. I think we're all anxious these days. Yeah. But really, I think the orange guy needs to be on TikTok. Okay, and then the brown M&M is going to be wearing slightly lower heels to make it more business appropriate. And they're gonna, they're, they were known as Miss Green and Miss Brown, but now they're dropping the title to de-emphasize gender. Um, and the team, and the, those are the two like female M&Ms, and they'll force, they'll team up as a force supporting women together, sh throwing shine and not shade. Shine and not shade. <laughs> yeah, so 
There's like a lot of chatter going on on Twitter and a bunch of other forums about this move. I think it makes sense for brands to be try to be responsible and reflect the times. But on the other hand, I wish they hadn't said that they're doing this for Gen Z because Gen Z does not care. They do not want it. <laughs> they don't care. They don't need it. They don't want it. And like they would have been better if they did it, but maybe not lean so much into it. Another thing I saw an opinion piece of, in the Washington Post, and they were like, it's great that you're changing the personalities of these M&Ms, but like, can we still eat them? Like, these are still just candies. Like, do they need to have a personality? Do they need to have this like background and history and all this stuff? So just really interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I feel like I just missed the good old days when it was just the orange one and the yellow peanut. Well, actually, they've always had multiple like candies. Like they didn't. Well, always... at some point they went from those two to like five. <laughs> those are like the main guys. Right. But anyways, I think <clears throat> it's also interesting because I feel like there's such an uproar on TikTok about this. No, and or Twitter. On Twitter is what mm -hmm. I mean. Um, which is interesting that people just have the time. Have the time to worry about M&M's. People are literally like going to boycott M&M's. And they're like demanding that the green M&M come back. That takes a lot of energy to boycott <laughs> a candy. I think it's just hilarious. You think those people hilarious. were eating candy before? I, I just wish I was part of the marketing team that was like wanting to make this change and then they do it and then seeing all this backlash like backlash for brands or rebrand is good it's like positive because you're getting on like news cycles people are talking about you you're trending all that stuff it's not a bad thing um but i just think like if i were in the marketing department at m&ms i'd be like we're so dated we need to change and then seeing all this like public response would be really interesting yeah do you think it was young people that wanted the change or do you think no. it was older people i think it was I don't know. I think it was people internally who were like, it's yeah. time for us to change. Because a lot of like legacy you think it was brands. Like, you think it was like boomers being like, we need to reach Gen Z on TikTok. So let's tell them this orange one is for them. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I wonder if anyone on the marketing team is Gen Z. Yeah. Because I wonder if they would if say If they are, that. they were probably rolling their eyes the whole time. Yeah. Anyways, let's jump into the next story. Okay, I got one. Okay. This one is about Twitter. Twitter is letting you turn your NFTs into profile pictures. So we've talked about NFTs a little bit. We've mm -hmm. talked about the metaverse. We've talked about Artifact and getting acquired by Nike. Um, but all along, there's been this trend of if you buy an NFT, you make it your Twitter profile picture. But there's also this, this narrative that you can, why not just screenshot an NFT and you can use it for the clout, even if you don't pay the thousands or millions of dollars to own it. So now, Twitter isn't just allowing you to actually connect your wallet to your profile to make your NFT art your profile picture, but they're also authenticating the art for your profile picture. So you get a special treatment on it if they authenticate that it's real and that you actually What's own the it. special treatment on it? Some sort of like hexagon overlay. Hmm. That's the news lately. So sorry to all the people that are out there screenshotting board apes and crypto punks, but you're not going to get the authentication. I personally would could care less if someone's profile picture was their NFT. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the last time I thought about my Twitter profile picture, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I, just, I have noticed it, and it's kind of cool, if you have a cool piece of art. I like the hexagon. I think that's cool. <laughs> You're more excited about the badge than the actual Yeah, I art. think, I mean, badges are like, I think, like tokens, like you're like, Try to get the badge, the blue check mark, all that right. stuff. But like, I don't care if someone's profile picture is the NFT that they, they bought. I think it's almost like a turnoff. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. It's a turnoff. Should we go to the next thing? Let's do it. 
Okay, we've talked a lot about Antonio Brown and Kanye West the last few weeks, but we just can't stop because they just can't stop. Oh boy. In a recent interview, the 33-year-old athlete, which is Antonio Brown, not Kanye West, uh, announced <laughs> that they are working together on a Donda sports brand. Last, last week or the week before, we talked about Brady's new sports brand. Now we're talking about Antonio Brown and Kanye West. Um, he said, we're just excited about the Donda sports brand and making this thing a competitive sports brand to the athletes. I don't think there's a lot of fashion lines for athletes wearing fashionable and comfortable clothes. So with a guy like Kanye West, being able to partner with him and work with him to provide more creative genius ideas for fashion looks for athletes in general, I'm just grateful for the opportunity here soon to share what we've got with the world. So what I'm stressed about is when it all goes bad, two of the most dramatic, two of the most dramatic guys out there right now, Antonio Brown and Kanye West. Whether it's like a mental health problem or some just a disagreement, I feel like there's going to be a big online beef coming very soon. Okay, for anyone who doesn't know who Antonio Brown is, maybe I'll explain it because I'm not a huge football fan, but I actually know who he is. He, well, I don't know what position he plays, nor the team he used to play <laughs> okay. for, but I know he's a football player who's super swaggy, and he's kind of like a troublemaker. Like, he got kicked off a bunch of teams. He's kind of like rough around the edges. Wasn't he like in trouble with the law? Oh, yeah. Okay, and the last thing that he did on the football field is he actually just, like, got mad and took off his jersey and his shirt and everything and just, like, walked off the field, and he's, like, no longer on the team. So yeah. he's, he's pretty dramatic. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be suing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <clears throat> because the reason – he says the reason he walked off the field a few weeks ago halfway through the game was because they were trying to get him to play on a broken ankle, and he didn't want to. Anyways, okay, this guy's dramatic. So is Kanye. So, yeah. Yeah, and the other thing I want to know is, like – do athletes need a fashion brand? Like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. what is a fashion brand for athletes? Is I that think, not just a fashion brand? I think it's just like athleisure, essentially, like a steezier version that, of their workout clothes. Isn't that what Easy is? Easy has nothing to do with athletics. I know, but it's like kind of athleisure vibes, like hoodies and like what's the actual no, I feel like, difference? I don't think Easy is really athleisure. It's more like it's more just like street fashion. Hmm. And especially now that he's so working it's like with a gap. Nike. Probably not. It's probably more niche, but we'll see what happens. We'll see yeah. if it even actually happens at all. I'm just a little tired about hearing what, about what Kanye's doing. All right, we're not it's coming just... to you with anything Kanye next week. <laughs> it's just too much. Like, that guy is, like, needs to maybe just take a vacation. Maybe, like, a silent retreat. And he needs to go back to Wyoming. Get some meditation. Do some and, soul like, searching. Yeah. I just need, Fair enough. need him to just chill a little well, bit. Well, while he's on vacation, Antonio Brown's going to be doing more with Amazon. His, he was quoted in the same article saying, I'm sitting here with Mr. Tim at Amazon Music right now having a meeting, so I've been grateful for the last 21 days. And speaking of why do athletes need a, a fashion brand, why, do every, why does every athlete need to be a rapper as well? Yeah, why do athletes need to do that? I, I am all about reinventing yourself, and it's never too late to do that. But does it like we don't need more athletes to create brands that are like apparel or music. I think they can, can't they just do something else? Yeah, we're gonna see it a lot with Honestly, with what I want athletes from athletes, what I prefer to see from Tom Brady is a protein like powder, like a, a literally like something related to what he's really good at, which is performance and sports, but like that's accessible for everyone else. Like a protein yeah, drink, protein eat? powder, protein bars. Call like, it goat teen. Wow, nice. There you go, Tom. I <laughs> but got like, you. Yeah, like that's what people want to see from him. They don't need to see like sweatshirts. Agreed. 
That's my take. You want to take us out? Yeah, let's do it. Now that we bite your palate, go eat something more substantial. And thanks for watching.